the Adventist Voice family. Happy New Year. I hope where you are, you have crossed the year well. I know there might be challenges, but I hope at least you have, clo- you have crossed the year alive. Um, I'm well. And I, I want to talk about faith today in this episode. It's the first, uh, the, the, only the fifth day of the year. And for for some reason or the other, the year may have started tough. But I hope that the Lord has kept you alive. You are uh, healthy and you're praising the Lord still because in all circumstances, the Lord is good. Um, thank you so much for joining me uh, today for this episode. And I, I really, really appreciate um, the support that this podcast has gotten uh, since it began. I, I looked at our stats today um, and I discovered that the listenership is really growing. And I was really surprised that somebody from Panama, I, I didn't know where Panama is. I, I only know about Panama <laughs> because of the Panama Papers. Um, but we, we got another listener from Panama. And I thank you, uh, dear sister or dear brother. If you're listening from, from Panama, if you're listening from the Bahamas, um, if you're listening from Germany, if you're listening from whichever country it is that you are in today, in this uh, fifth day of 2023, uh, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. And may God keep you and may God bless you and may God uh, really work miracles in your life. But above all, I pray that the Lord may, you know, may save your soul so that you are ready for his coming the other day i was just thinking that how, how that whether you know heaven is still in our conscious um in our consciousness you might be going through life um and and, and this is also true for me I, I always wonder how how often heaven crosses my mind like uh, paul paul says that you know in this world we are just passers by but how invested are we in the world where we are just passing by to the point that you can go um, throughout your day, throughout the week, Sabbath day to Sabbath day, and you don't ever think about, you know, the, the coming, the second coming of Christ and whether if he came tonight, if he came today, you know, you'd go with him. And our home is not this place. And, and I pray that this year you may re- really reflect on, on your heaven one journey and how ready you are, you are and how prepared you are for that day um, when the role shall be called up yonder. Um, I, I know that sometimes life gets in the way so much. If you're raising a family, if you're going to school, if you have a job, life can get in the way so much that you forget that you are even a heavenly citizen, you're a heaven, heaven citizen and you have a place to go. But I pray that it may, it may kind of be, be seared in our consciousness, the fact that we have heaven to go to. You know, we have heaven to go to. And I pray that this year, you know, one of your resolutions is to walk closer ever with Christ and to get to know him and to get to behold him because by beholding we become. So before we start on this episode, I want to encourage you that uh, be strong in your journey of sanctification. 
do not um the bible says that do not give opportunities or a foothold for the devil to to tempt you or to get you into sin uh when i read the book of revelation chapter 2 the whole of chapter 2 and jesus is talking to the to the churches you know with each letter with each letter until the seventh he talks about his coming being soon and the reason why i was wondering why uh if heaven is ever in our conscience is that as the years go by as the years pass you know we were in just in 2020 the other day and now we are in 2023 as the years pass by as time passes by so does the coming of christ um get closer and closer and i think what the bible says um in the book of uh, genesis in the story of noah and even jesus referencing that story in matthew chapter 24 i believe or chapter 25 is that as in the days of noah you know people were just doing their normal activities until the day that the flood came so it's going to be the same during the coming of man and i pray that you are not one of those people who will be caught napping uh because after hearing all these sermons after singing to god and praising him and you know trying to walk in his ways it would be such a waste if christ came and left you or me you know and we died the second death so thank you so much for being here and uh, i want us to talk about faith but before we do um let's pray father god in heaven thank you for this moment that you have given us to talk about faith jehovah lord you are the owner of faith and you are the giver of faith the faith that we have is the faith of jesus christ may pray that you may renew our faith this year in you and in your power and in your providence jehovah lord so that we may not have any seasons or any episodes of doubt and that we may believe and our faith may be strengthened jehovah lord for this my prayer in jesus name so i want us to to go to a very interesting story and i'm just going to read um this story very 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 quickly it is the story of the the children of israel uh and and the, the unique thing about the children of israel is that these were the people who saw the glory of god and who saw the miracles of god you know um kind of live life if i can say i i think for our generation we read about these stories and we even we even wonder and even debate how possible they were but for the, this, this generation that passed through the red sea and were baptized in the red sea they witnessed these things you know having left egypt 600,000 men and having journeyed through the, the desert for 40 years i mean the 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 pillar of 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 fire went before them by night and by day a pillar of cloud was going before them to show them the way but human beings will be human beings i i know sometimes we can we can think that maybe had we been israelites at that point then we could have had stronger faith okay then we could have had stronger faith and maybe we could have been among joshua and caleb you know entering the new land and we think that these people must have been very foolish you know to not believe in god despite god having performed this many miracles among them but i want to warn us that this the the, the, the mistakes that um israel made 
in in their journey to to canon are the same same mistakes that we we make today because unlike the miracles that God wrought before the children of Israel and through Moses and through Joshua God is still performing little miracles in our lives today and is still working in our lives and the lives of our friends and family but we are just a stiff-necked people and our faith is always being shaken you know the devil is always whispering in our ears that God does not care about you God does not exist you know just many things and so our faith is played with it's it's always ping pong sometimes we have faith sometimes we don't and i think that we we tend to rely much more on evidence than lack of evidence and i just want us to go to to that story and it it, it has to do with the intercession of moses after the children of israel refused to enter into Canaan, you know, um, following the reports of the 10 spies. I, I know you remember that story because we have discussed it in, in a prior, in, a, in another episode. Um, but I just want to start um, uh, this, this episode with um, the intercession of Moses in the book of Numbers chapter 14, verses 11. And I, I just want us to learn from what happened in this story and what we can apply in our lives you know because god is not pleased with people who, are, who lack faith and who doubt him at every chance they get so this story says in verse 11 then this, then the lord said to moses how long will these people reject me and how long will they not believe me with all the signs which are performed among them i will strike them with the pestilence and disinherit them and i will make of you a nation greater and mightier mightier than they and moses said to the lord so i want us i want to to just look at verse 11 what verse 11 says that the that um the lord is said to moses that how long will these people reject me how long will they did doubt me and not believe in me <laughs> despite the signs and the wonders that have worked among them if you look at if you look at your life maybe god can even be asking that question same same question to you that how long can you not believe in me christopher or how long can you believe in me janet or jennifer despite the things that i've done in your family how long will you not believe in me and how long will you keep doubting each and every year each and every time calamity uh, strikes you or a disease um you know strikes you or some some other kind of trial how long will you keep doubting me despite the fact that in, in, in all other other times I've been getting you out of these trials, I've protected you, you know, I've always found a solution for you. It goes on to say, and Moses said to the Lord, now that is verse 13, then the Egyptians will hear it, for by your might you brought these people up from among them, and they will tell it to the inhabitants of this land, they have heard you, Lord. They have heard that you, Lord, are among those these people, that you, Lord, are seen face to face, and your cloud stands above them, and you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day, and apply a pillar of fire by night. Now, if you kill these people as one man, then the nations will have heard of your fame, which which have heard of your fame will speak saying. 
because the Lord was not able to bring these people to the land which he swore to give them. Therefore, he killed them in the wilderness. <laughs> you see, I, I think what Moses was trying to, to say, Moses kind of trying to imagine, you know, even what the devil will say. Because this, this, this is very, very like what the devil would like to say when something goes wrong in our lives. That, well, you believed in God, you quit smoking, you quit drinking, you quit sexual immorality and all that. But now, uh, the Lord was not able to, to give you anything that he promised, you know. And so he has left you, um, he has abandoned you, you know, all the goodness that he has he promised those people who follow him and those people who obey his commandments. He has not according, according them to you because he was not able to, so he was lying. All right. And verse 17 says, And now I pray, let the power of my Lord be great, just as you have spoken, saying, The Lord is long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression. But he by no means clears the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. So that is Moses quoting God, what God actually said in the book of um, Exodus chapter 34. I think verses 34, verses 33, around there, when he's speaking to Moses in the mountain. Now verse 19 says, Pardon the iniquity of these people, I pray, according to the greatness of your mercy, just as you have forgiven these people from Egypt, even until now. Then the Lord says, said, I have pardoned according to your word. Now this, this was Moses being the intercessor, and that's why Moses is likened unto Jesus. So in the transfiguration, you remember that Jesus appears with Moses and Elijah. And there's a reason for this, because Moses was um, a kind of Jesus, a type of Jesus of the Old Testament. Okay, So when you look at the life of Moses and the life of Jesus, they're kind of very parallel in, in very many places. There's so many similarities in, in so many places. And so this is a foreshadowing of the, the intercession that Christ is doing in the heavenly, heavenly sanctuary at this moment because the devil is always accusing the saints that this and this person, they did this, they did this, they did this. Look at uh, the book of uh, things, Zachariah chapter 5, when the devil is accusing uh, Joshua, the high priest, of being unclean. And so the devil is always appearing before God and accusing the saints you know, of uncleanness and sin. But Jesus, because the wages of sin is death, you know, the wages of sin is death, and sin brings out the wrath of God. Jesus is always before the Father, you know, interceding for the saints and pleading, um, you know, for our cause. And so um, the Lord, after hearing this intercession and after Moses pleading with him, he finally yields and says, then the Lord said, that is verse 20, I have pardoned according to your word, but truly as I live, all the people shall be filled, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of, of the Lord. Because all these men who have seen my glory, now I want you to note verse 22, because all these men who have seen my glory and the signs which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have put me to, to the test, now this now this 10 times, it, wow, it's, it's really amazing that... Uh, God actually was recording the number of times that, you know, the children of Israel had tested him. And I've not heeded my voice. They certainly shall not see the land 
of which I swore to their fathers, nor shall the any of those who rejected me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it. Now the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwell in the valley. Tomorrow, turn and move out into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. So the children of Israel actually fabled a very great opportunity to enter into Canaan way earlier. You know, we have covered this episode in, in, a, in a prayer episode. And now God is telling them to turn away from, you know, from moving into the direction which they were moving into. Um, and, and thus began their 40 years wandering in the desert. You know, this is like where they were, they, they are now and where uh, Moses is dialoguing with God. This is like how many days, this is like 11 days after they left Egypt. So they could have entered um, into into Canaan way earlier, like in, in two weeks or less. And then, verse 26 says, And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation complaining against me? I have heard the complaints which the children of Israel make against me. Say to them, as I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will do it to you. The carcasses of you who have complained against me shall fall in this wilderness, all of you who are numbered according to your entire number, from 20 years old and above, except for Caleb, the, the son of Jephune, and Joshua, the son of Nun, you shall live you shall by no means enter the land which I swore I would make you dwell in, but your little ones whom you said would be victims, I will bring in, and they shall know the land which you have despised. But as for you, your carcasses shall fall in the wilderness, and your sons shall be safe shepherds in the wilderness forty years, and bear the brunt of your infidelity until your carcasses are consumed in the wilderness. Wow. So that was actually the pronouncement of God, a punishment for lack of faith. So it was not a one-time thing that the people had complained and then God was reacting. You know, it is actually 10 times that they had doubted the power of God uh, despite seeing the many wonders that they had done. I, I think the first episode that you see is when they are just about to cross the Red Sea. You know, and... The, the children of Israel really cried when they saw um, the chariots of the Egyptians coming at high speed towards them, and they were lost for 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 anything. They were lost for words, and terror like tore through the camp. But this, despite the fact that you know they had seen the power of God and what God had done in Egypt, because the miracles that God wrote in G Egypt were like nobody had never been seen before. The, there was no way that those things could have happened by any other hand except by the hand of God. And I think this is very similar in the way we live. This is very similar in the way we live. That we 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 have very little faith. We have very little faith. Even when there's evidence um, or prior evidence that God is always working in our lives and God is always there for, for, to, to rescue us. And 
um, I just want to back us up, that up with the book of Hebrews chapter 11. So the book of Hebrews chapter 11 talks about faith. You know, it is a very common verse, I think, uh, a common chapter uh, that many of us know about. So what is the definition of faith? So if you are a Bible student, then probably you know this by by memory. And the Bible says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I'll just repeat that, that, now, that, that again, that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, just to break that, that down a bit is that you can't hope for something that you are seeing. You know, you can't say that I hope I'm going to buy a new phone when you already have the money in your pocket and you're on the, your way to go and buy the new phone. In that case, therefore, you say I'm going to buy a new phone, not I hope. So hope is something, you hope something will happen because there are very slim chances of, of it, it happening. It, it is no concrete evidence yet that is not going to happen. Now, faith, therefore, is the evidence of things not seen. And this is why I find it amusing when people are debating the existence of God. Um, because no man has ever seen God. And so it is very futile, for instance, to, to argue with atheists about whether God exists or not. Because even us who are believing in God, we believe by, we believe in in God by faith. You know, we believe in God by faith, and I think one of the one of the strongest dem demonstrations of faith in the life of a Christian is in prayer. Um, prayer prayer is really powerful. It is a really really powerful, if I can call it rich, ritual or uh, you know spiritual activity because you kneel down okay and you start speaking to god whom we have never seen and whom you only believe exists because of what you have read in the bible or what you have the miraculous signs that you have seen him work nobody has ever seen god okay except the son who came from the father. That is the Bible says, uh, Jesus says. So our belief in God and our belief in the power of prayer is purely faith, okay? And it's a very strong demonstration of faith. You, you, you kneel down and confess your sins and you believe, okay, that God has heard your confession and that he has forgiven your sins. You, when you're sick, you kneel down and pray and hope that God has heard, that God exists first. And if he exists, then he has heard your prayer and he's going to do it. He's going to give you an answer. Okay? The Bible says, um, in the book of uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, that but without faith, it is impossible 
to please him for he who comes to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him what the writer of hebrews is saying that for you to to believe in god you must first believe that he is that he exists that he lives okay and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him james also says that there's this kind of prayer that um, is just thrown around you know uh that we we just ask for things and we have very shaky faith or we have no stand okay and uh, i think it's in the book of james chapter um, um let me just look it up actually in the book of James chapter 1 from verse 5 and I'll, I'll read if any of you lacks wisdom let it uh, let him ask of god who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him but let him ask in faith with no doubting okay just note that let him ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind for let not man not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the lord because he is a double minded man and stable in his ways so if you are going to ask for anything this year in faith if you are going to ask for anything from the lord if you are going to ask for healing if you are going to ask for breakthrough if you are going to ask for you know the strength to overcome sin if you're going to ask for financial breakthroughs if it's been a if 22 year 22 um was a tough tough year for you and this year you're just asking for spiritual blessings for financial breakthroughs for any kind of blessing that you're asking of god this year as we're beginning january james is telling you that you know ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind therefore suppose not suppose do not suppose that you will receive anything from the lord because you are double minded and unstable in your ways so if you are going to ask for something do not ask for something but then have a backup plan just in case god does not answer because in that case therefore you are not asking in faith you are asking hoping that well if god does it okay but if he doesn't then i have a backup plan somewhere and i think one of the the areas in which our faith is tested to the maximum is when it, it comes to health have you ever been so sick that people come to pray for you or you must have strength to pray but you you don't really think that either god heard your prayer or you are going to recover you know and 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 if you are being honest with ourselves you will know in your heart whether you had faith while you were praying or not 
whether you are really trusting in, in God to answer your prayer or not. Sometimes you just utter prayers because it's a routine. Sometimes we even visit sick people and pray over them, or someone will ask us to pray over their life or some tough situation that they are going through. And we'll pray, yes, but we don't pray in faith. We just pray to kind of fulfill a duty. And then after we rise up from where we are kneeling, it is back to business as, as usual, trying to scurry around, you know, looking for solutions that are mermaid. And our faith also is tested, especially um, when it comes to finances. Okay. It is very hard to, to pray and hope that God is going to turn around things, you know, when you are deep in debt and you know that the economy is in a downturn. Okay. But but I pray that despite the what the economic uh, reports may say, I, I pray that this year you really have faith and you really believe that God, the same same God who walked with you last year, is going to walk with you this year again. I mean, when I look at social media, I see a lot of people saying that, you know, last year went great for them. They got jobs, you know, they got kids, they got all these things. And, you know, a lot of, for a lot of people that I know, life, despite the fact that life was tough last year, they are glad for some miracle or the other that God did this for them or God did, them, did this for them. Some graduated, some had weddings, some um, got new jobs, some were promoted in their jobs and all that. And so the Lord has really worked um, in our lives. But we, we might find ourselves in the, in the shoes of the children of Israel when a new year begins. And all of a sudden, your bank account does not really support, um, you know, any evidence that the year is going to go well for you. But I pray that we may not repeat the mistake that the children of Israel did in always grumbling and always doubting. You may not grumble loudly that people hear you, but you grumble silently in your heart and the condition of your heart is that of lack of faith. You know, you want to you want to use your human ingenuity and you know some schemings and here and there and there to accomplish what you think is going to be right by you and by your family. But I pray you are not you are not going to fall into that trap, but you are going to fully believe in the power of God to change our lives and to keep us until the end of 2023. If you believe the same, then may God bless you, even if it's not looking like he's going to bless you, even if it doesn't look like he's listening to your prayers right now. I pray that God may come out strong for you and he may come out strong for me too. And I pray that in every affair, that you, in, in, in all your affairs this year, that things may go well.
and that God may bless you. Um, this is the first episode of of this year, and it's the last um, episode of season two. So we are going to begin season three next week by studying the life of kings and prophets. So the book that we are going to mostly base our discussion on is um, Prophets and Kings by Ellen White. And so if you have access to that book, which I know you might have access because they are very, very uh, much available as PDFs um, online, then you can go through the book and be encouraged. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. And may God bless you and may God keep you until the next episode. Bye-bye.